Welcome to a Northern Perspective Podcast. It's April 4th, 2022. It's been an interesting week here in the North. I'm actually a day late making this podcast. Out of nowhere this week, my daughter started feeling sick at school, and the school nurse called me saying she had a fever. I was kind of shocked, as it was Friday around noon. I recently got back to work, which I'll get into shortly, but I live quite the distance away from the school. And I called my wife 17 times, and of course she didn't pick up. I managed to rush to the school under an hour and picked up my daughter. She ended up puking inside of my hat, so I knew something was up. Eventually, we all did some tests after some COVID symptoms started appearing in my son on Sunday. Mainly puking, and he had a sore stomach. My daughter, who was exhibiting symptoms, first tested positive on a rapid antigen test. So we all did one, including my son, and uh, we all tested negative. We did a second test on my daughter, and she tested positive again. So I think we confirmed at least the virus was strong enough and her to test positive twice in a row with two separate samples. My wife and I have started having some light symptoms on Sunday, and uh, she is now developing a stronger cough. I, I don't have a cough yet. It uh, took over two years for COVID to find me and my family, but it's here. And as the days go on, uh, I hope the symptoms lessen. And we all get better. Although I'm pretty healthy, I think that would fare the worst out of all of us. After all, I've smoked cigarettes for many years up until recently. And I've neglected my health for a while. You know, things are getting a little bit better, but I need to get more regimented. I've only been back to work for one whole week and this happened. I'm hoping for the best outcome for all this crap. I recently got back to work after a recent surgery. And I'm extremely happy to have some real work to do. After all, a man needs a job. It can become a part of your identity and your soul. I find everything is a little different since I started back, though. Some people I thought were close and uh, had a good working relationship with have changed in some little ways. People can have an opinions on people with workplace injuries, can develop their own opinions on somebody, but really have no idea what they're talking about and who these people are, like myself. And there's a few things I've learned in my life over the years, and people who have given you the cold shoulder only reveal the body language to you in a way that helps you distinguish your support system in this walk of life and I have a family I have a career I want to do as best as I can under any circumstances and I want to build a life and only reveal myself to people who truly care about how I feel to this conclusion I really enjoy working amongst a large group of people. I work in a medium-sized organization and deal with a vast range of personalities and characters. I need less distractions in my life anyway. I'm a strong force to be reckoned with when it comes to my work, but I'm easily distracted. I really get into whatever I do, whether it be homesteading, raising pigs, learning a trade, or my day-to-day work activities, even doing this podcast. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't want to be mediocre. I want to be better even if I keep failing. I like learning new things, so I think having people in my corner is great, but it's not what drives me. It's not what drives the inner beast. The only thing that drives the inner beast is me, and uh, you don't need someone to pat you on the back. You just need to keep moving forward. If someone doesn't like you, and they make that completely obvious for whatever reason, like, you know, those people aren't supposed to be a part of your story, part of your life, and, um... Don't count on them to be a part of it. I think as long as there is a professional level of respect with, say, co-workers or friends or whatever, acquaintances, then people can live freely to do whatever what they want and whatever they want to do. 
ultimately, I'm just happy that I have a job to do. I don't want anyone to stand in my way and hope, um, you know, hope everything works out. And I know I'm just going to keep pushing forward. And that's the way it is. And uh, well, on that note, let's get right into today's show. I'm going to go over uh, latest Bitcoin statistics, talk about a segment about homesteading and uh, some of the possible ways you can make money with hobby farming and owning a small piece of land and just get kind of a introduction of what... Um, I've been doing and stuff like that since I started getting into homesteading. So Bitcoin, Bitcoin's trading volume across major exchanges remains relatively low. According to Coindesk data, despite trading activity tending to increase around the first and last weeks of the month, some analysts notice that Bitcoin tends to decline around the beginning of the month before a recovery unfolds, similar to what occurred in February and March. So the Fear and Greed Index says we are currently at a neutral position with a number of 48. There's been uh, 42 billion Canadian volume over the last 24 hours hours with Bitcoin and the current market cap Canadian is 1.113 trillion dollars Canadian mind you so it's actually less than that in, in American so we're only um, we're only up a smidge this week oh well that's just uh, crypto for you so part of the new format of the podcast I want to add more of my personal interests instead of just like crypto and current events and blah 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 you know, instead of Russia, Ukraine, negative stuff, I kind of just wanted to um, get into some of the stuff that I really enjoy and some of the passions that I have, you know, like uh, music and homesteading, like I play guitar and uh, I know a lot about guitar and music in general and I know a lot about um, homesteading and um, small scale farming and doing gardens and vegetables and whatever so you know one of our goals when we moved to northern Ontario was to become more self-sufficient and self-reliant and we couldn't afford a bigger home in southern Ontario and owning a large piece of property had become largely unattainable we knew we had to relocate like the pioneers did many years ago where homes and land were more affordable we didn't have to look very hard we ended up buying the first farmhouse we seen on our journeys 40 years ago our property must have been something to see the town now is just a bedroom community where everyone travels for work, and we found this place to call our own. Originally, we had eight structures on this property, different types of pole barns, some for cows, chickens, tractors, tools, you name it, it's all there. Things are a little run down out there. Just a small reminder of the world's past, but a lot of the structures still have some life left. We are down to three now. Three well-made structures after losing some of them to the harsh winter elements. Some of the barns were falling apart, and uh, we started taking all the burn boards off. This led to the inevitable collapse of the structures. Having some structures to utilize is a very important factor when having a homestead or hobby farm. If you have money to build new, that's great, but utilizing old barns can be just as useful and cost-effective. The little TLC and a chunk of money, you can add 100 years to the life of an old barn. Barns provide shelter for larger animals like cows or pigs and it's critical to protect your animals at night so when you lock them up for bed you have to make sure that nothing can get in like a wolf or a coyote. We have raised pigs twice now and it's fun. From little piglets to 250 pound 300 pound monsters. It's a humbling experience for someone who never raised pigs before. We learn everything ourselves in a way through trial and error, constantly researching and gaining knowledge on the fly. And uh, you can do all the studying and research all you want, but uh, the important part is actually applying the teachings, doing the work, spending the necessary time to farm the best animals you can. Raising pigs was really fun, and I think it's something that everyone should experience. We had and have so much fresh pork still, 
it's a uh, nice feeling not to uh, go to the grocery store and buy meat. You know, we still buy the odd thing at the grocery store, but, you know, we save a lot of money not buying meat. Uh, it's amazing. I don't know what it's like to uh, pay those bills anymore. But we also raise turkeys and chickens, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm going to get into that later. Uh, I have a lot to talk about when it comes to our goals and the challenges along the way. And we haven't made a dime on our homestead. But we sure have gained a lot of experience, and we're going to start getting serious over the next few years as we taper down having children and having more time to tend to our outdoor activities Every time we add a new baby, it's like starting fresh with a new routine. Being tired 24-7 and no time for playing homesteader. So I think we'll get back to homesteading this, this spring, actually. So, on that note, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let me know what you think and check out my social media pages through the link tree in the description. Um, thank you for listening to a Northern Perspective podcast. Take care. Take care.